0: Welcome to a Thanksgiving holiday weekend edition of Second City Sports Zoom Style.
1: Zoom Style.
0: style. Good boy. (laughs) Along with Lakeena McGee and Lamont Scott uh, coming to us live from quote unquote parts unknown. I am (laughs) Sidney Brown. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter and the IG at Sidk80 once again at Sidk80. That's S I D K I D eight zero. That's S I D K I D eight zero.
1: You can follow me at Kina McGee on Twitter and at Kina McGee on the IG.
2: You can follow me at Lamont Scott on Facebook, Lamont Scott sixty nine on Instagram, and Lamont Scott sixteen on Twitter.
0: And you can follow this podcast, Second City Sports, along with other programming from We Are Regal Radio, a.k.a. War Media, by simply searching for War on Anger, which kicks you over to Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you download your podcast, make sure you search for War on Anger, and then look for Second City Sports. We're also on iHeartRadio. Please download the iHeartRadio app. When you do, type in that search engine box. War on anger, that's W A R R on anger. And we're also on the Tube, AKA YouTube at War Media, once again at W A R R Media. You can not only hear us, but watch us do our thing. Hello. 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 We still need work. We still yeah. need work. Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: hey, at least it got gas in the plane. Now. At least it's some, gas plane. So, some gas in the plane now. So we're on our way.
0: <laughs> yeah, speaking of uh, Gas being on the plane, let's discuss the, what happened in week 11 in the National Football League. Of course, our Chicago Bears had the bye week, thank goodness. But the teams that they, that they play within the division of the NFC North, they all lost yesterday. We are talking about the Green Bay Packers, the Minnesota Vikings, and those sorry-ass Detroit Lions. But let's start off with the Green Bay Packers. They dropped an overtime game to the Indianapolis Colts, 34-31. Aaron Rodgers for Green Bay passed for 311 yards and three touchdown passes. Devontae Adams caught seven balls for 106 yards and a touchdown. They scored 28 first half points, but only scored three points in the second half and, of course, uh, lost the game in overtime when Marquez Valdez scantily fumbled the ball on a key third down play, which gave Indianapolis Colts a shot to win the game with the field goal, which they took advantage of That The Packers dropped to 7-3. The Colts improved to 7-3. Lamont, I'll start with you. Is uh, a running thing going on with the Packers the last couple of years that when it comes to physical teams, uh, they tend to uh, fall by the wayside. We saw it last year, in particular against San Francisco, both in the regular season loss, and in the NFC Championship game. We saw it this year early in the season against Tampa Bay on the road, and now they they wet the bed again against the Indianapolis Colts, which is the number one defense in the NFL statistically. Uh, Do the Packers have enough to win it all, or should you be worried as a Packers fan? If I
2: was a Packers fan, and I'm glad I'm not, I would be worried because I know we can't win it all because we don't have enough to win it all. And it's like you said, Green Bay, cheese head. What happened when you put heat on cheese? It melts. So facts. <laughs> that's why I mean, look at it. The offense always on point. Aaron Rodgers is my second. That look, if I didn't if I didn't dislike Green Bay so much from what they did to Walter Payton in the 70s. I probably can root for him a little bit. But Aaron Rodgers is my MVP candidate other than Patrick Mahomes, who we will definitely get to later. But the thing with Green Bay is when you get physical with Aaron, they tend to lose. And that's just the bottom line. So until they toughen up, which I don't think they ever will, as long as, you know, it's a system in Green Bay. So I don't see that changing. But, yeah, I don't think when pressure gets hot, I never picked them to go all the way. I don't see them getting past my beloved Saints. And definitely, maybe not even Tampa Bay trying to get out of the NFC. So, and we're not even going to talk about the AFC teams that they're going to play. So, what happened yesterday wasn't surprising because you remember that was the toughest game to pick. That was our hardest game. We were stuck on that game. That's mm-hmm. why it was the game of the week. But other than that, yeah, I don't. I don't think they got enough.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, all the NFC North teams have issues—various issues. We saw <laughs> it yesterday. I know I saw some Bears fans were tweeting, like, "Hey, look, we still got a shot. We still got a shot." Uh, and yeah, no, no, y'all, y'all still got issues too. Everybody has issues okay. in that division. So. <laughs> Let's let's slow down on the whole. Like, well, Bears got a chance for a division. No, stop. I mean, Green Bay still seven and three. I don't know what the heck happened. Unfortunately for the Bears, they're going to have to face Aaron Rodgers, who's not going to be in a very good mood. So, uh, yes, y'all are coming off a bye, but uh, yeah, I, I think if if you're if you're scaling, I think I'm sure he stayed as far away from Aaron Rodgers as he could. I'm sure he made that social distancing thing in, in art form. So,
2: so <laughs> he, he uh, made he made it real.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, for his own safety. But look, I mean, the pa- we saw. Look, the defense for the Packers, and also they've been having issues on offense. I, I mean, look, that that look. I've been saying this about the that Colts defense. They're they're among the tops in the league for a reason, and they showed you why. They were able. You've to been tame- there since day one. They, yeah, well, thank you, but <laughs> they they've been they they pretty much tamed uh, the Packers offense in the second half. So you got to commend Frank Wright and the, and the defensive coaching staff for that. I, I think, look, I, I mean, yeah. it's, it's going to be, it's, uh, unfortunately it's one of those games where you say, you know, you just have to move on. They're still seven and three. They're still leading the division. So you got a big one coming up against the Bears Bears on Sunday night. So it's, it's really, I, I'm not like, I'm not too freaked out. I don't think yeah. Packers fans should be either.
0: I I know but, that taking a look at the box score quickly. I know the Colts defense the game, only. If uh, the Bears win uh, that game,
2: uh, stuff get real interesting.
0: Well, we'll, we'll take get, a look at. Go ahead, Zed. Yeah, yeah. Take a look at the box uh, score quickly before we move on. Even though the Colts forced one sack on Rodgers on Sunday afternoon, they did come up with a couple of turnovers, including the one in overtime by Marquez Valdez scanling Uh, Looking at the key offensive statistics, it it came down to rushing. Uh, Green Bay with Aaron Jones, who I thought was their MVP last year, he only had 10 carries for 41 yards and a touchdown. Jamal Williams, his backup, only five carries for 12 yards. On the flip side, rookie running back Jonathan Taylor carried the ball 22 times for 90 yards and – Naheem Hines, even though he had six carries for two yards, he was still effective in the passing in in the passing game. And also Jordan Wilkins had four carries for 21 yards. But I, I here here's the thing: it, it came down to execution and who wanted it more. And it seemed like the Colts wanted it more, especially in the second half, after trailing by two touchdowns at halftime. Yeah, yeah, and they got a kicker.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do yeah. have a kicker. So yeah, he has So Sally drafted.
0: Jesse Raphael glasses, but he makes them when he
1: has to. Yeah. Oh yeah, he yeah. does. He really does. We I mean, he he did.
2: Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't miss like nothing. No extra points in college. I mean, I, we watched him kick at Georgia for uh, all four years. I mean, that man. I, why we didn't spend a draft pick on that on him or a kicker coming out? I didn't understand. But that's another day. <laughs>
0: Moving on to the Minnesota Vikings, uh, they had a chance to crawl back to 500. They dropped a key game at home to the Dallas Cowboys, 31 to 28. I watched this game in its entirety via my computer. My computer. And, <laughs> I'm going
2: to came a down, that Say via my computer.
0: <laughs> and it came down to uh, the rushing game for both teams. Dalvin Cook did his thing with 27 carries for 115 yards in a first quarter touchdown. Ezekiel Elliott had his best game so far in this season, carried the ball 21 times for 103 yards. Uh, uh, Of course, uh, Dallas had that amazing catch by C.D. Lamb uh, uh, late in the game with that beautiful one-handed catch. Andy Dalton came back and really made his presence felt 22 or 32 for 203 yards. Three touchdowns and a pick, but he was very effective. Tony Pollard, the backup running back, uh, he had uh, 60 yards on five carries, including the 42-yard run uh, late in the fourth quarter to help Dallas uh, come from behind that back-and-forth affair to defeat Minnesota, 31 to 28. Lakina, I'll start with you. Uh, does does Minnesota have enough to get back in in, in this uh, playoff race, or do you think their season is over? No,
1: I don't think I don't think it's over. I think look, we. Look, the, the Cowboys, their credit, were able to kind of, like, show the deficiencies of that, of that secondary of the Vikings. So, un- unfortunately, they weren't able to kind of capitalize on it. And their defense gave us some big plays late. So, unfortunately, they weren't able to, you know, take advantage of that. I mean, you look at their schedule. I mean, they got, they got the Panthers and the Jags, you know, next two weeks. And they have the Bucks, They have the Bears. They host the Bears. And then they got the Saints and the Lions. They, could, they still might have a chance to perhaps maybe push it. It's going to be tough. They can't afford any more losses. So I think you just you just got to push that game aside and just start over. And I, I think you're kidding yourself. You're a Vikings fan because you missed an opportunity, perhaps to make it interesting in the wild card spot. And now you're, at a, you're in a position where you can't afford to lose any more games.
2: Well, the Dane in no worse position than the Bears. I mean, I know some people believe that Minnesota could win the division at the beginning of the year, but, you know, I never did. I mean, they got a great running back and they got a solid defense, but I didn't think they could win the division. I mean, I was always Green Bay or us. I'd never seen them as winning the division. And as far as yesterday, you know, it, it's a situation where Minnesota – gets away from stuff, and then they put pressure on Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins ain't that quarterback. He's not that guy. So when they don't go with what's right, it go wrong for him. So, But Dallas, people got to watch out for Dallas, and, and I'm scared of that because if Andy Dalton plays any better, Dak might be in trouble next year. So Dallas been close to winning in the last three weeks. They just happened to win this week. So people might have to watch out for Dallas these last couple of games. They might just take the East over like they were supposed to do in the beginning.
0: So we're going to see. Yeah, we'll get to that horrible NFC Least uh, division later on in this segment. Speaking of Kirk Cousins, he had uh, the 22 out of 30 passing for 314 yards, three touchdowns, but he fumbled the ball early in the game, which uh, – helped Dallas set up their first score. And take a look at their, the receiving numbers from both teams. For the Vikings, Adam Thielen had eight catches for 123 yards and two touchdowns. Rookie Justin Jefferson only had three catches for 86 yards and a touchdown, but he had a critical drop uh, late uh, in in the in the fourth quarter when Minnesota was driving for the potential tie slash winning score. Uh, the rookie Jefferson had a, a, a critical drive, which – Help the Vikings um, stall that drive and, and eventually lose the game. On the other side for Dallas, Amari Cooper had six catches for 81 yards. As I mentioned, rookie C.D. Lamb had four catches for 34 yards, and he had an uh, incredible one-handed touchdown catch. And Dallas, I thought they were in control for the majority of that game. It was not a mistake. That Dallas won that game on the road, even though we I picked Minnesota. I think most of us picked Minnesota on our last podcast, but uh, Dallas yes. deserved that one from start to finish. Yeah, they've been better. I, I,
1: go ahead, looking. No, no, uh, it's, just, it's a nice morale boosting way for the for the Cowboys, especially look, they're still right there for the NFC East. If people if people believe it or not, so. I, I, I think, look, I think if you're looking back on that, you know, that Dallas win, look, that, that, that only helps you with the tiebreakers.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and it's funny, you know, half of Louisiana are Cowboy fans instead of Saints fans. For some wild reason, it's almost equal. It's like a lot of the people love the Cowboys more than they love the Saints down here for some reason. I don't get it, but, hey,
0: maybe it's a South thing. Hmm. Before we move on to the rest of the National Football League, we'll wrap up quickly with the NFC North. Uh, the Detroit Lions, they had a chance to crawl to 500. Uh, they did wet the bed, and they did wet the bag big time. Losing to the Carolina Panthers without quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, 20 to nothing. Uh, the Lions are 4-6, and six, while the Panthers improved their record to 4-7. and P.J. Walker uh, was a replacement for Teddy Bridgewater for the Panthers. He went 24 for 34 for 258 yards in a touchdown pass. Mike Davis, former Chicago Bear, uh, re, um, subbing in for the injured Christian McCaffrey in the running game. He had 19 carries for 64 yards and a touchdown. D.J. Moore for the Panthers had seven catches for 127 yards. Lamon I'll start with you. Uh, even though the uh, the Lions have a game on Thursday on Thanksgiving against the Houston Texans, and we'll get to that at, at the end of this segment. Uh, Since the Lions, uh, looks like looking at their schedule, they uh, they will not have a a realistic chance of calling back to 500 before season's in. Do you start to prepare the link cards and resignation uh, pink slips for Mr. Matt Patricia?
2: (laughs) You know what? Those cards should have been sent out after week three. But they wasn't (laughs) sent out after week three. They should have sent them cards out after week three, but they didn't do it. But then you look at you look at the, uh, the Carolina team, right? They playing with a former bat and a should have been there. I've been telling people when that man was tearing up the XFL, I told him that was our backup quarterback. But no, but I sent the McCaskeys a letter. They didn't answer me back. But that should have been our backup quarterback right there. He was the MVP of the XFL, which is connected to the WWE, which is a wonderful place to be. He could have brung that good energy to Chicago and been our backup and maybe could replace Mitch and Nick. But that's for another day. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, Detroit, I, I don't see Detroit doing much. But when we get to that game later, I'm going to probably have some more comments. But to answer your question, Sid. Pink Slips should have been given out after week three when they lost uh, three games by a combined 40 some odd points that they were leading in the second half. So Pink Slips should have been on the way.
1: Well, I love the fact – well, you got to love his story, too, like you know, Lamont said with the XFL connection. Also, he was recruited by Matt Rowe when he was at Temple – you know he got the start of be Bridgewater tried it you know his his knee just couldn't they didn't want to you know injure his knee even even worse so they brought him in he was able to do what he needed to do he didn't make any big mistakes you know Mike Davis did what he needed to do so look that's a pretty look, we saw this Carolina team earlier this year and then I I I I got to think that you know, I mean yeah Walker threw through a couple of interceptions but look it was his first start so we you know, we were going to you know go on him too much for it so look I I think that's a pretty good Carolina team they could just shore up that defense I think they'll they'll be just fine they could probably make waves next year you know Curtis Samuel you know he's a pretty good you know receiver and also so is DJ Moore so I mean look I gonna they probably will not you know know, clinch a playoff spot obviously but that's definitely gonna be a team to watch next year the Panthers I mean and that's for the Lions uh, look, I mean, they're back to being the Lions. <laughs> just when you thought that, just when you <laughs> thought that maybe, just maybe that the Lions have turned the corner, perhaps maybe we can challenge for a playoff spot, they they do Lions things. So, you know, pink slips and link cards all around for the Lions probably by the end of the season.
0: Uh, well said. Let's quickly uh, go go over to the key games from Week 11 of the National Football League. We'll start off with the Tennessee Titans. Defeating the ball. Baltimore Ravens, 30 to 24. Ryan Tannehill, 59 yards passing. Derek Henry, 133 yards off 28 carries and a touchdown. Uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, he he tried his best, but the uh, the defense for the Ravens were missing a couple of key players, including Calais Campbell. And there was some trash talking before the game. It was uh, head coach John Harbaugh.
1: Yeah,
0: for Baltimore, and I believe it was Derrick from the Titans dominating the Ravens uh, in Baltimore during last year's playoffs. And of course, now the Titans have Baltimore's number. Lamont, I'll start with you. Um, I ask you about Baltimore as a whole. Are they in trouble?
2: You know what? they I don't think more so in trouble is more so they don't believe in themselves right now. They're not not—they're not believing in themselves. They're not the team that they were last year. They don't have that confidence. They don't believe in that running game that they should believe in. And just maybe Lamar Jackson has came back to the pack some. He blew up, blew out, but, you know, you adjust. You remember when Michael Vick had his blowout season when they put him on the cover of the game? That next year following that, before he caught the charges with the dog, he fell off a little bit. Because, you know, defense learn. learned. You can't just try to tackle him one way. You have to tackle him completely. So I think that's where that came in at. So Lamar's coming back to the pack a little bit, which makes Baltimore an average situation. Now you got Tennessee. Tennessee is, the to me, the most and high team of the year. <laughs> some days they look like they could be the best, and some days they look like they could be the worst. So Tennessee is just a mixture of I don't know what, but they keep winning. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I actually watched that game on television la- uh, yesterday, and I-, I have to say that, that there was definitely some chippiness going on there between you know John Harbaugh and Malcolm Butler, and there was definitely some John, too, before the yeah. game, too. So, you know, definitely no love lost here. And, you, look, you got to give Variable and his guys uh, credit for – you know, they were down early, but they were able to catch up. I mean, if you saw Lamar, Lamar Jackson's comments after the game, he's he pretty much covered it. He said, look, they just wanted him more. And, look, it's about the confidence at this point. And you're, you know, the Ravens actually will have to face the Steelers on Thursday. So, unfortunately, yes. that doesn't help their confidence either. So, hopefully Campbell will be back. That. You know, I, know, I, know that, I know they'll be back for a couple, a couple more pieces. <laughs> so, I think that was a big, big problem here. And Derrick Henry did what he – you know, Derrick Henry things, ended that overtime. So, I mean, look, I'm not freaking out right now. Raven, Ravens fans shouldn't either, but I think if you be if they could beat Pittsburgh, that should help their if. confidence a little a little bit. But at the same time, though, I think things are starting to kind of mesh together here at this point.
2: If was a fifth, uh, Lucena. If 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 was the fifth, we'd all be drunk.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk, oh god.
2: <laughs> yes, I don't see them. I don't see them winning. We'll get to that game later, but we'll talk about that Pittsburgh game later with uh Baltimore coming up.
0: Uh the, the Houston Texans defeat the New England Patriots 27-24. Deshaun Watson had over 300 yards passing and two t- and two touchdowns Cam Newton on the flip side for New England, 365 yards and a touchdown pass. Uh, New England sits at four and six to Texas three and seven both teams are, are not going anywhere uh, but this question goes to the Patriots Lakina, I'll start with you can we throw dirt on them for this 2020 season as far as playoffs are concerned
1: uh, yeah I think we can I, I think look they this is a game they couldn't afford to lose and you know, just to keep pace because there's so many good teams in the AFC this will not help and look you got you give the, the defense credit for the Texans. I mean I think we're, when we get to, you know, our does, I think we'll all have a couple people <laughs> that, you know, might be recognizing. Um, yes. But, yeah, um, looking at their schedule for the Patriots, I mean, they face the Cardinals. They host the Cardinals. I mean, their next three after that are on the, are on the road with the Chargers, the Rams, and the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're probably the one game that they probably have a chance to win against the, the, the Jets at the end of the season. It's over. And, look, I, you can't really blame it all on Cam. I know, look, Cam had a – can't look. He didn't have the interceptions. Didn't cause you know any turnovers. So it wasn't Cam's fault. Unfortunately, it, mm-hmm. this has been a problem all season. Their defense. You know, a lot of their defensive guys. You know, <laughs> opted out. So and they gave up almost you know 300, over three hundred and forty receiving yards. So we we saw that mm-hmm. and lack of talent. Yeah. So you know, it's over. It's over. No playoffs.
2: Yeah. I I, I don't. They may not win again. Not this year, because, I mean, I mean, you know, I think the Jets, that's going to be the game, the one game the Jets win this year. The, the Jets going to beat them. That's what's going to happen in that game right there. The Jets will beat them this year. That's my early prediction. Hey, it, write it down. The Jets going to beat the Patriots for all of those years of tournament. The Jets will beat the Patriots this year in that game. Because just yeah, think, all of them years they got, this is the payback chance. This is the payback time. They're going to take that chance to do that. And yesterday, you know, he, I, I you know, it's not Cam fault. Don't blame it on Cam. Hopefully, Cam can get a job next year. He ain't played bad enough where he
0: shouldn't get a job. Hopefully, he can get a job. Now, speaking of person with a job, let's head over to where Lamont is broadcasting live from. That's from Louisiana. The New Orleans Saints improved their worker to eight and two after defeating the Atlanta Falcons twenty-four to nine. Taysom Hill, who's replacing the injured Drew Brees. Had a decent game, 18-23 for 233 yards. He also had 10 carries for two touchdowns off of 51 yards. Michael Thomas, which not many people are talking about, uh, he actually had a positive impact. He returned to the field, had nine catches for 104 yards. Lamont, I'll start with you. Some people are worried about the Saints. Drew Brees, as we know right now, he's going to be out three weeks with a uh, rib injury. Uh, Do you ride the hot hand with Taysom Hill uh, until Drew Brees gets back, or do you sneak in Jameis Winston for a start? Because Taysom Hill didn't play bad on Sunday. They going to ride the hot hand
2: for a couple of reasons. One, you got somebody that understands the offense. Two, they don't need to bring Jameis in right now. And as these weeks go, the confidence that Hill will be playing with is immaculate. When we get to the studs and does, I was going to dump some over that way to show y'all, because actually being down here, it's kind of like when I'm there, I get to see different stuff by the Bears and back stuff in the Bears area. But seeing different stuff down here, Hill is the right choice. I mean, I see why they paid the backup that much money. So, I I mean, the Saints, give them some respect. It's kind of like with Pittsburgh. Give them some respect. Ain't they the best team in the NFC? I'm just saying. Yes, ugly, but they are the best. I mean, I wish it was the best sometimes, but the Saints are the best team. And dealing without Drew Brees, they got to go two more weeks. I think they will survive the two weeks. And even if they lose during these two weeks, Tampa Bay can't catch them. Tampa Bay can't catch them. So we going to see.
1: McKenna? Yeah, I, I mean, look, I know a lot of the Saints players have been lobbying for Jameis Winston to get the start, but if Taysom Hill keeps doing what he's doing, that's not going to happen. And I, I kind of feel like, you know what, Unless, listen, as long as Taysom doesn't make any huge mistakes, which he didn't, he actually did what he usually does and actually threw the ball a few times. And look, they did just enough to win that game. You know, it was, it was close for a little bit, but they were able to pull away in the end. And, look, as long as Taysom Hill doesn't F up, he's going to be your starter for, for this foreseeable future. <laughs> you
2: know, that was the thing down here, Likina. A lot of people down here thought that they think that he can't throw the ball, and technically they never found out if he can throw the ball. So the only people that know that is those players in practice, the ones that's been lobbying for him not to, they know Jameis can throw the ball. So it's more so like a, do we take our chances and go with that as opposed to somebody who we don't know if he can throw the ball. But after the relationship that him and uh, Mr. Thomas developed Sunday, I think they're going to be okay going forward these next couple of weeks to do get
0: back. Before we get to our studs and good dust, let's move over to a couple of the late games from Sunday. The Broncos defeated the Dolphins 20 to 13. Tua Tungvalova was benched in favor of Ryan Fitzpatrick. And Fitzpatrick <laughs> threw an interception, uh, which uh, – the Dolphins were driving to to try to tie the game. It, they failed. Drew Lock for Denver had 270 yards passing. He did have one interception. Melvin Gordon had 15 carries for 84 yards and two touchdowns for Denver. And Tim Patrick had five catches for 119 yards. Lakina, I'll start with you. The Broncos are four and six. The Dolphins are six and four. But Lakina for the Broncos, do you see them having any chance of not necessarily making the playoffs for Buck Carlson? problems for a few other teams down the stretch uh, as their opponents trying to make a, a playoff push Whoever they play on the schedule for the remainder of the season.
1: Yeah, look, we, look, we, this was, this was our upsets. You know, one of the upsets. I did too. pick Denver.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. We all, look, that's
1: what saved you. <laughs> well, I picked Denver too. And, and I, and I said, look, that mm-hmm. altitude, you can tell it was mm-hmm. causing to us some problems. So, uh, that's probably why Flores, you know, Coach Flores pulled the plug and benched him. But look, Drew Locke, you know, he's starting to kind of, you know, get better. I know he was he's been banged up the last few weeks, but he is getting better. Melvin Gordon did what you, you guys signed him to do. Look, I mean, look at their look at their their remaining schedule. I mean, they they could definitely cause some problems. I mean, they got to go at the Saints, so that might be tough. But at the Chiefs, but. The bill, maybe the bills could cause me some problems there with CD wise, but I think they could kind of, and also they finish up against the, they host the Raiders to finish up the season. I'm sure they're going to want revenge. So I mean, I think they they probably could maybe cause some problems if, if look, if Drew Locke can keep the mistakes to a minimum and maybe the defense could actually show a little bit of a pulse, I think they could probably, you know, gives you know, give some playoff bound teams some fits.
2: I mean, you know, that West is, that West is. you know, it's tough. You know, they, they get ugly down there. And, you know, I root for Denver silently because of a relative. So, I mean, like you say, if Drew continues to improve, you know, they got a quality running back in Gordon. That's quality right there. I don't know why we didn't reach for him. So, you look at it, like, they may can upset somebody. They might can, Lakeena. I might have to ride with you. They may can.
0: The Los Angeles Chargers defeated the New York Jets 34-28. Of course, the Jets (laughs) started out strong with a punt block and a return for a score. Uh, The Chargers uh, dominated the majority of the game. Rookie quarterback Justin Herbert, 37-49 for 366 yards and three touchdown passes. And Keenan Allen for the Chargers had 16 receptions for 145 yards and a touchdown. Lamont, I'll start with you. The Chargers. They're kind of like the Bears, but a poor version of the of the Bears. Uh, every time the games get close, uh, they cannot find a way to pull through. That's why they have a three and seven worker, But can they cause some problems uh, between now and the end of the season? I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs, but at least improve enough to create momentum heading into 2021. Yes, they they gonna hit they gonna hit somebody in the head. And they're the rich bears because
2: they got a quarterback who happens to be the rookie of the year coming since Joe Barrow won't be able to be. So they got the Mm -hmm. rookie of the year and they have a quarterback, two things that we don't have. And that makes them the rich bears. Even though their defense is not as good as the bears defense, they got some young killers on their defense. They got a couple of people on that defense that's going to be all world in the next year or two. So I believe in the Chargers. I mean, they're going to hit somebody in the head late in the season, and they're going to be real upset because they wasn't expect to get hit in the head. I Like, I don't <laughs> have that schedule in front of me. But if I did, I could probably point out the team. But they're going to hit somebody in the head because this man throwing for 300 yards every Sunday. He's not playing with them. And I didn't believe in him coming out. I was like, uh, maybe he's the real deal. So, we gonna see.
1: Yeah, look, I look, I've been high on Justin Herbert since when he was in college. So I'm glad he's. He know, was. I, you know, I'm glad he's. You know. Developed me well, and you know, yeah, the cir- yeah the circumstances might have been a little bit iffy about how he got the job, but you know what, it is what it is. I think they I think they could probably cause some. Yeah, we're
2: not gonna talk. We're not gonna talk about that.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, look, I can imagine <laughs> that like be if an those,
2: investigation.
1: Well, I mean, look, I can only imagine you know if, if some of those losses, you know, some of those bad losses that they had, and had they turned to wins, they would have been right there for a playoff spot, but they could probably cause fits for some they they still got to play the they still got to play like guys they they still got to play the raiders they still got to play the chiefs too so they could probably definitely cause some problems for for them
0: yeah. hey, speaking of the chiefs we will wrap somebody. it up before we get, uh, we'll get to our studs and duds the chiefs come from behind to beat the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday night football on the road, 35-31. Patrick Mahomes, 34 for 45 passing for 348 yards and two touchdowns. Clyde Elvis Hilaire carried the ball 14 times for 69 yards and two touchdowns. And wide receiver Travis Kelsey, who caught the game winner, had eight receptions, 127 yards and a touchdown. Lakina, I'll start with you. Yes, Pittsburgh, are they are t- 10-0, and but do the Chiefs? Even though they're nine one, do you think the Chiefs are? Did, do you think in your mind that the Chiefs reclaim their spot as the top team to be in the AFC?
1: I think they'll. I think they're one of. I look. I mean, the Steelers haven't shown me anything to not to not doubt them to be the top. But I think that. I'll say that the Steelers are 1 and the Chiefs are one a, Or maybe I'll, I'll reverse that since the Chiefs are the defending champions. But, look, I mean, that was a very entertaining game last night. I mean, it was a look, I wasn't expecting it to be a high-scoring score. How do you reverse that? They ain't lost. <laughs> well, they're, they're like, well, like I said, they're the defending champions. That's the only reason why I reversed it. So, you, you know, yeah, yeah, the Raiders beat them, but they got their revenge. Look, I wasn't expecting it to be a high-scoring affair, but it was. And, I mean, look – I mean, look. I, I don't know. I, I'm sure they were probably more upset about that that Raiders' loss earlier this earlier this season at Arrowhead. But I, I think, look, I think they're they're both like even. I think. <laughs> I mean, it was so funny. I
2: was go- I was going to ask you that. <laughs> are, the, are the Raiders that good, or are the Chiefs coming back some, or did the Chiefs not pay attention to the Raiders again? That was the question I was going to ask you before I got into the comments about the game. It
1: could be both. Which one, it could, it be, could both. be both. Yeah, it could be both. I, what, think the Raiders, what, what, I think the Raiders are better than I think people want to give them credit for. And I also thought that, look, they showed you, they gave you the playbook as to as to how they can be beat, the Chiefs, I mean.
2: Yeah, and, and with that playbook, I think the only way a team going to get to the Chiefs is you cannot give them the ball back. You have to have a running game. So that brings teams like Heckle and Giant Titans, and who else? Pittsburgh, because they can run and throw. So And they can hit Patrick Mahomes in the head a bunch of times. So we're going to see. I'm going to be interested to see. But they still won. Pittsburgh is still won. I don't care if there is a defending
0: champions. Pittsburgh still won. All right, guys, let's head for the studs and duds for week eleven in the National Football League. Lakina, let's start with you.
1: Me have go first. I'm gonna start with I'm going all the way back to Thursday night. Seattle, I mean look, Russell Wilson showed you why maybe he should be back in the maybe not the top MVP, you know, candidate, but I think he should be right back in like the top three or two or three. The fact that they were able to kind of and also the defense too, they stepped up. I mean, we 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 all you know gave you know that front seven a hard time, but they gave you know Carlos Dunlap and KJ Wright and those guys, they actually were able to they did enough to you know tame the the Cardinals, you know, their NFC West rivals, so they were able to tame them, so they get a the C L C get a stud from me. Um the Houston, we talked about them earlier. And my third my third one, I mean I I mean, I'll give them, you know, their credit. I mean, Carolina, I mean, look, that's his up-and-coming team. P.J. Walker, especially, was able <laughs> to – did just enough. You know, he had a couple of interceptions early on, but he was able to settle down. And, look, Matt Rule has believed in this guy since he was in high school. So, mm-hmm. you know, P.J. Walker and the Carolina Panthers are my studs. And they're all – those are my studs.
2: Uh, Lakina, I have to agree with you on one of those. I was going to definitely give – PJ and the Carolinas understood. stud. They, they they get it. He, I mean, I, I've been rooting for the kids, because the only reason I rooted for him was because I watched the XFL. I'm mean, going to be honest with you. I didn't see him in college and things like that, but I watched the XFL, and I believed in what he was doing, so I, that's why, you know, they get it. The other one, going to the Saints and, you know, Mr. Hill. I mean, and, Mike, and it's like a, a Hill-Thomas combination stud. So it's like a half a stud for each one. Michael Thomas lets you know that he's still one of the best when he's out there. And Hill letting you know that, okay, give me a chance. I might could just do the job. So they get the other, like, combination stud. And the last one, it got to go to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. You can't get this boy no time at all. I mean, what they had, a minute 50, a minute 48. The think it was a minute 48, and they uh-huh. made it in a minute and 15. So, they didn't even need a minute 48. So, you look at what he do and what they run. So, it, it would be like a Patrick Mahomes slash Kansas City Chiefs stud because the stuff they run, they look at you like, okay, you can't stop us in a minute. That's a whole minute. And they were on the 25, right? They, they yep. got the ball at the 25. So, they went four plays end zone. And there wasn't even no big, big plays involved in that. It was just four simple, common plays that they – I mean, simple plays for them, great plays for regular teams, but simple plays for them that they run. So, yes, I mean, Kansas City is immaculate, and that's why they can have that two behind Pittsburgh, LaKena, until Pittsburgh loses. Now, if Pittsburgh loses Thursday night, then it's a Kansas City floodgate.
0: My three studs quickly, the Denver Broncos, Justice Simmons intercepting Pat, Pat, Marion Fitzpatrick in the end zone to preserve the 2013 victory for the Denver Broncos. My second stud would be C.D. Lamb in the Dallas-Minnesota game. Dallas upset the Vikings in the Dome. That was a great one-handed catch. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out on YouTube, ESPN, wherever you get your highlights. And my third stud will be the los Angeles chargers rookie quarterback justin herbert 366 yards Woo-hoo! and three touchdown passes
1: he's my bonus studs is, is,
2: is that your rookie of the year Sid? now that burrow is gone
0: I hate to say it but yes
1: my but bo- yeah. i'll have a, i have an extra bonus one right quick uh to washington you know they shut shed- they basically were able to dominate the Bengals even before Joe Brooke, you know, got hurt. And, you know, Alex Smith, you know, what an amazing comeback this has been for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, and the weird thing is, Washington is still right there in the NFC East. We'll get to them in a second, but my gosh. <laughs> everybody, 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 everybody in the NFC
2: East. <laughs> <Everybody. sighs> <laughs> it's the NSC. It's the NFC everybody. It's not the NFC East. It's the NFC
1: everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kicking off my duds. Um Baltimore, where's the passion? Where's the fights? Lamar Jackson's questioned y'all and look, I, I know that Calais Campbell, I know a couple of other guys from the that front seven were were out, but come on. You had you had the lead. You should have held on to it. And the offense, you know. I mean, come on, Lamar. You know, you had a, a key interception that helped lead to the comeback that started the to a touchdown that started the comeback for the Titans. So what the heck's going on here? And actually, they'd be out of the playoffs right now if the playoffs started today. So they need, yep. to, get, they need to get it together over in um in Baltimore. Uh, Philly, I mean, have the we want Jalen Hurts chance start already in Philly? I mean, my God, pre-snap penalties. They lead the league. Once had two interceptions. What the heck is going on over in Philly? I mean, my God, it's 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 just it's just absurd. Um, what what's going on down in uh, down in over in Philly at this point? And another dud us. Because we missed on some of those games yesterday. We missed on Carolina, <laughs> the Carolina-Detroit game. We missed out, I think, a couple other ones we missed out on as well, too. Yes. So, we're giving – I'll giving, take that. I'm giving us the, the dud, the third dud. Go ahead. I'm with, <laughs> I, I Look, Kena, I,
2: you know what? I will put that on my dud list as my third dud also because of that. you right. My first dud was the whole NFC Central. Except for the – well, no, even though they didn't play. The whole NFC Central. <laughs> Get a dud. The whole Central. The Bears got a dud simply because they lost even – though taking it back to the old school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, lost, they, lost, they lost even though they was at home. They, lost, they did something stupid. We just don't know what it was there. They did something <laughs> to make them lose. So, yeah, the whole NFC Central, Uh I was going to go with Baltimore, and I'm going to take us. But my biggest dud of the day, and it's it's a sad one, like – Seeing Joe Burrow go down, you know I've been rooting for Joe Burrow for a long time, and to see him go down.
1: Go ahead, go ahead, Lamont.
2: No, I'm good. I was just saying that Joe Burrow just to see him go down. That was that was rough.
1: Okay, go ahead, Sid. Oh, he might be okay. Uh. Yeah, I mean that, that injury was. Uh, look, I yeah, saw the injury yeah. live. I had it in, I had it in the background on my uh, wearing it in the background on my laptop, and yeah, just just you know, you didn't want to see it because unfortunately yeah. it was just oh, God, you, you, you hate to see that. And he already said that it's he's done for the year. He already tweeted it yeah. out. So yeah,
2: you see it's too You see his tweet. He said, "Y'all ain't gonna get rid of me that easy." Now, come on, he said, "Y'all ain't getting rid of me that easy." And so, yeah, it's – yeah, that was, that was sad to see, man. Like, that was rough. That, was, that took my whole win out of my – it was, like, a couple of weeks ago when Dak went down. And, and you look at all of these high, high-priced quarterbacks going down. You know, these are some great players, and they're young, and they're going down with some horrific injuries. Like, I think Tua is hurt worse than what they're saying, too, because I don't think it was just his performance, because you look at before he got snatched, like, his first few passes was horrible. Then they then he went like on a 9 out of 10 run and then they snatched him in the middle of that run. So I think it was more so that foot and like you said earlier that altitude.
1: Uh absolutely. Look I said look I said before we did our picks I mean it was going to be an altitude issue and it looks like it was you know he probably was having problems with his breathing. So we'll see if that's the case now. We got Sid back so Sid what are your duds? Okay, that's so
0: yeah, I, well, this Wi-Fi thing, but that's a whole other issue. Um, three duds quickly. The Detroit Lions, they didn't show up yesterday. Look at the scoreboard with a big fat zero. Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, he's not the problem there, even though he hasn't played great all year. There's a whole deeper issue going on with that team. I saw that game in this entirety yesterday via my computer. <laughs> Cleveland deserved that victory, even though uh, it was the window dressing by the Eagles late. And my number one uh, dud is the Baltimore Ravens defense. Well, can someone please tackle A.J. Brown? And on the flip side, that was a heck of a run by A.J. Nope. Brown, which turned out to be the game-leading uh, game, uh, leading, uh, game ch- leading scorer at the time before Justin Tucker tied it up to force overtime. So those are my three duds. The Baltimore defense, terrible, terrible on Sunday.
1: Definitely. And it's, it's, just, uh, it's just awful. So – all right, a little, little, little. So, little so, oh, go go ahead, Lamont.
2: No, I would say, Sid, you mentioned Philadelphia. How how would you feel if Carson Wentz became the Bears' next quarterback next year?
0: <laughs> Obviously, he'll be working under a new coach. So whoever that coach is, he'll uh, has to be familiar with them. Uh, he's no, better. I'm, he's better than Nick Foles slightly at this point. But my question is, can he stay healthy? And the answer is, outside of this year, no.
2: Okay, just
1: asking
2: because <laughs> there was some rumbling. So just asking.
1: At this point, I think you, you, you got to keep it, take it as noise. At this point, in Lamonts. I mean, anything that says, "Well, this guy might come in" or "This guy," you just, at this point in the season, you just got to you know, keep take it, take it as noise. That's it. There's not going to be any That's development it. for the next few months, so it's not not even worth white mentioning. Noise. It's
2: a, a white noise. White <laughs> noise.
1: Yeah, so it's not even worth it, mentioning. All right, uh, real quick, you know, for the for the Bears, they've got the Packers coming up, one of the oldest rivalries, and the NFL. Real quick, guys, what are your your synopsis for this game?
2: Uh, I didn't write it on my seat. Actually, I had wrote Green Bay on my seat, but after looking at the Packers and Aaron Rodgers gonna be mad. This, I'm 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 gonna leave it with Green Bay. <laughs> I picked. Green Bay and I'm going to with Green Bay. I was thinking the Bears, this could be the one that the Bears steal from Green Bay, but this probably won't be that one. So I'm going to stay with Green Bay.
0: <laughs> I'll make my pick later, but here's my quick synops- synopsis. Uh, looking at that Packers game against the Colts, the-, the Packers can be had. As I told people at the end of last year and so far this year, the Green Bay defense is not as good as people want to make it out to be. The Colts and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have shown you that they could, the defense can be had uh, from uh, the Green Bay's losses earlier this season. So I, I think the Bears will play better, but here's a few questions. One, who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Bears? Will it be Trubisky? Will it be Nick Foles? And number two, will David Montgomery, assuming he's going to be healthy from his concussion protocol, Uh, to run the ball for the Bears. Number three, will Matt Nagy – will he make some sort of a commitment to running the football? That's the one thing you could do to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. And number three, will Akeem Hicks be back uh, for the Chicago Bears? Because remember, he made his return from that ugly elbow injury last year against the Packers. They nearly pulled off an upset in that game. Now, will Akeem Hicks uh, return next Sunday? I'm not sure, but if he does, he gives that Bears defense uh, a better chance to pull off a, a potential upset because, let's be honest here, Akeem H- Hicks, yes, he's good in the pass rush, but he's better uh, in the run defense, which is still very good for Chicago. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, I mean, you know, I look at it like it, uh, going into it, the Bears are just so iffy. See? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you notice all those ifs you said. You said like four ifs, if, if, if. And we said if early about the fifth, we still be drunk. I mean, I don't I don't know what bear gonna show up. So I kinda reserved that and I'm wanting them at this point I'm willing to pick against them until they prove me wrong. And if they prove me wrong, I'll take the loss. Cause I don't believe in Matt Nagy. I don't believe in Matt Nagy. I, I don't believe in I don't believe in what he's saying in the locker room. I don't believe in what he's saying in dub, club dub, you know. They probably got dust on the tables at Club Dub right about now. So, <laughs> probably have work. It's rough at Club. Oh God! It's rough Rating at Club and Dub. Yeah. It ain't nothing, ain't nothing <laughs> happening at Club Dub. The liquor didn't win spoil. All the snacks spoil. It's rough at Club Dub. So <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't know. You know, it's rough at Club Dub. And I got somebody that working there. That's my buddy, and I, he's like, "Man, it's dark around here." I'm like, "I know."
1: Uh, <laughs> clear, clear the, i guess clear the, clear the cobwebs i guess right uh look for yeah. me look for me i think this game is simple look aaron Rodgers is not going to be in a good mood he's going to light a fire on you know both the <laughs> offense and the defensive guys too because they see the 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 bears offense is miss meat no matter who they end up who ends up starting i know there was where some reports that you know mitch's you know elbows feeling really be- better and Every shoulder, I should say, is feeling better, and he's throwing better. Okay, fine, whatever. But does it really, like, change anything? It doesn't. So, I, I think – look, I'm sure the Bears will play better since they're, you know, they're fresh off a bye. But an angry Packers team, especially Aaron Air, Air, Air Rodgers, I don't want to face them.
2: So. Maybe we should put Matt Nagy out there quarterback. He's a quarterback, right? Maybe we should send – since he know the plays. Hey, we should send Matt out there. What you think? I haven't heard nobody say that at all year. Send Matt back out there. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Well, real quick, since we're going to do something that we don't get a chance to do, but since this is going to be our only podcast for this week, you know, pick the Thursday games. And since it's Thanksgiving, we're going to do three, all three Thursday games. All right. And happy
2: Thanksgiving too. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all too, man. I hope I hope y'all have a safe, productive one too, man. Like. Eat a lot of fried turkey and jambalaya.
1: Ha <laughs> ha. Mac and cheese for me and some pie. Yeah. I'm Changer. eating a whole fried turkey.
2: <laughs> I, I, I'm, eat, I'm eating a whole fried turkey and a whole pie of jambalaya just by myself. So I'm on oh, Fat Boy alert.
1: Knock yourself I'm on out. Fat boy alert. Ah, love it. Mm-hmm. Knock yourself out. Alright, first up, you got the Texans and the Lions. Ugh. Mm.
0: I'm going
2: with Houston. My Man, I'm going with I'm going with the upset at home on my seat. So you see, I didn't change it. Detroit will win. It's Thanksgiving. Matthew Stafford. Detroit gonna win at home.
1: I have Houston too. I think they're gonna write. They're gonna want to probably finish up better and you give maybe Romeo canella a chance to get the get the coaching job permanently we'll see with that but I think you know what Detroit's good Detroit and I think I think the Texas will win
2: but look at it so that's a pink slip that's a pink slip game so the loser basically, again they get the pink slip basically basically <laughs> that's rough.
1: pretty much uh that's rough. in the NFC East where everyone's still in it to win the division you got Washington and Dallas <laughs>
0: If you're Fox, you want to jump out the window.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. How do you think, Troy, how do you think Troy, feels, Troy feels about this? Happy belated birthday, Troy, by the way. His birthday was a couple of days ago. Yeah,
0: no pundit intended, Uh-oh. but.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Go
0: ahead. Uh, uh, give uh, me the Cowboys, only because they're going to ride the momentum off their upset win over the Minnesota Vikings on the road. Give me
2: Washington at home because one of them linemen for it's in Washington going. Yep. Austin Dallas. Oh, yep. Okay. Still give me Washington on the upset because I wrote it on my paper and I don't change because I think their line one of their off, one of their defensive linemen gonna take Andy Dalton and put him right back on the bench and that puts Dallas right back in purgatory. Oh, <laughs> this, is, this is a tough one,
1: but I will. Would, would, I'm going to pick Dallas. Like, for like Sid said, it's going to, they're going to ride that wave of that win against you know, the, the Vikings, and probably it's a get-right game for them. And I think, look, Andy Dolan is starting to play a little bit better, you know, give the ball give to Z. The defense actually made the stops when they needed to. So, I'm going to pick Dallas, and I think this is probably one of those get-right games for them.
2: You know, to, to quote the great Mike Tyson, everybody got a game plan until they get hit in the mouth. So once they hit Andy Dalton in the mouth, Washington should come away with that.
1: We'll see <laughs> we'll see. all right this the Thursday night are here in the aFC North. you've got the Ravens and the undefeated Steelers.
2: I'm going with Pittsburgh all the way. I told you. I don't believe in Lamar right now they't they, they look like they don't believe in themselves right now, so. I'm going with Pittsburgh to continue the ride, and Miami will not be lighting cigars this week. Maybe next.
0: I'm going with Pittsburgh at home as well. Baltimore's in a free fall. I don't know if Calais Campbell will return uh, to to play in that game since it's coming off a short week. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger, he doesn't have to do too much, as you mentioned, Lamont, earlier. If Pittsburgh has a solid running game with Benny Snell and James Conner, that should be enough for but for Pittsburgh to win, Chase Claypool, the rookie wide receiver, he's going to have a big night. So I'm looking for him to have a big performance on the national stage. So I'm going with the Steelers to go 11-0 at home.
1: It pains me to say this, but I think you you guys are right. I think the Steelers are going to go 11-0, and the Ravens are going to be in free fall once again. And watch Lamar Jackson have his best game this season. So <laughs> – <laughs> it's strange about mm-hmm. It could very well happen. Who That's knows? The mama's That's Mama's favorite player. <laughs> yes. Look, she
2: already asked. She's seen the preview of it, right? Because she was watching TV yesterday. She was like, they playing on Thanksgiving. I was like, yeah, Mama, they playing on Thanksgiving. I want to watch it. She said, he playing against the cute guys. I was like, uh, who is uh, the cute guy, Mama? It was like Pittsburgh coach.
1: So I was like, oh, oh boy! Okay. <laughs> oh gosh! We know where Lamont's mother's priorities are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we're gonna do the rest of our Week 12 NFL picks. You know, some big moves happening in the NBA, also college football and also college basketball. Some teams have already had to pause and cancel games. So, a lot coming up too.
0: Mm-mm. And also, I have an NFL question for you guys. Make okay. Put your thinking caps on. All right. I'll leave it there. Okay. I'll leave it as a tease there. All
1: right. Too cool. I love it. The answer
0: is Neil. The answer is
2: The answer is Neil Anderson.
1: <laughs> oh, going on the Wayback Machine there. <laughs> with that said, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and we we'll be right back with more Second season Sports Zoom style. Zoom.
2: Zoom. Style.
0: Welcome back to the Thanksgiving holiday weekend edition of Second City Sports Zoom Style. Zoom Style. Zoom Style. (laughs) Along with LaKeena McGee and Lamont Scott, I am Cindy Brown. Hope you guys are having a healthy and safe holiday weekend. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CityKid80, that's sidkid I D eight zero. 0 That's sidkid I D eight zero.
1: You can follow me at Kina McGee on Twitter and at Kina underscore McGee on the IG. And you can follow
2: me at Lamont Scott on Facebook, Lamont Scott 69 on Instagram, and Lamont Scott 16 on
0: Twitter. And you can follow this program, Second City Sports, as part of the We Are Regal Radio uh, family, a.k.a. War Media. By simply searching for War on Anger, Review, you Download Your Podcast that takes you over to SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Review, you Download Your Podcast, make sure you search for War on Anger. We're also on iHeartRadio. Please download the iHeartRadio app. When you do, type in that search engine box, WAR on Anchor. That's W-A-R-R on Anchor. And we're also on the tube, a.k.a. YouTube, at War Media, once again, at W-A-R-R Media. You can only listen to us, but watch us live do our thing. Hello. 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 Okay. <laughs> we got a little <laughs> gas
1: in the tank, as Lamont
2: said. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs>
0: next.
1: We'll get there. We'll definitely get there. So, we're going to continue our week 12 picks since we're not going to be doing a podcast on Friday because of the Thanksgiving holiday. And we'll start off with the Sunday games. Um, you got Dolphins and the 0 10 Jets.
2: <laughs> I, can my pad back up. I, I can put my pad back up. I
1: can put my pad back up. Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins, indeed. All uh, right. Should be a tricky one here in Foxborough. They got the Cardinals and the Patriots.
0: Arizona.
2: Arizona.
1: Yeah, I, I pick Arizona too. That that Kyler Murray should have a. They'll have ten days off. Arizona will so, and the you know the travel shouldn't be an issue either. So. And, and Patriots defense isn't that good, so I'm going to pick Arizona, too. Make it a sweep. All right, a, a good one here. Panthers and Vikings. I'm going with uh, Minnesota. I went with Minnesota. <laughs> I went with Minnesota. <laughs> jinx. Oh, my God, jinx. Uh, Minnesota, I'm picking Minnesota, too. They're not going to be in a very good mood, so I think, yeah, I think Minnesota, this is a get-right <sighs> game for them. All right, you got the Cleveland Browns and the 1-9 and nine Jags. Cleveland.
0: I guess I have to go with Cleveland as well.
1: I guess I have to – peer pressure. I guess I have to go with Cleveland too. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, to the, welcome to the club. <laughs> oh, well, Get your mask on, folks. Um, a good one here in the AFC South, a pair of seven and three teams. You got the Titans and the Colts.
0: Ooh, that was a tough one. Oh yeah. I think the Colts will sweep the season series. Give me the Colts in a slight I think they technically favored, but I'll give me the Colts in a slight upset at home.
2: Now, I'm I, I was going with Indianapolis also, Sid, because I think that defense can stop uh not so far as the running back but the quarterback. So I'm going with Indianapolis also.
1: I'm picking Indy, two because of their defense. I think their defense will do just enough to slow down that offense. Maybe not Derrick Henry necessarily, but I think they'll do enough to slow the offense as a whole down. Uh, the 3-7 do Giants. Yeah. And the 3-7 Giants against the 2-7-1 uh, Bengals. And, unfortunately, some news that came across the wires just a few minutes ago. Um, Joe Burrow suffered a, tore, a- torn ACL, torn MCL, and, ACL? and other – and other structural issues in his knee. So he's gonna be out for a while. And with that said, I'm go I'm going to go ahead and pick the Giants.
2: I am going to pick the Giants. Also, it hurts me, but that. Joe Barrow had a brick, big, bright future, and I'm praying he bounced back. It's a sad day in Louisiana. They was that was all that covered the news last night. That was all over the sports. That was all they were showing.
0: They were showing that more than the New Orleans win. <laughs> <laughs> If the New York Giants can't have a quote-unquote give-me uh, victory on their schedule here, they don't deserve to play the rest of the season. So I'm going with the New York football Giants. Daniel, Daniel Jones, the second-year quarterback out of Duke, should have a big day.
1: All right. You got the three and seven Chargers against the seven three Bills coming off a bye.
0: I'm going with I'm Buffalo.
2: I'm trying to see where did I put that Charger game. I know I wrote it on here. Did not write that on there. Uh, Yes, you did. I don't see it on my list. Well, go ahead, go ahead to your pick. Yeah, I wrote it, but I didn't. I didn't circle it. Oh, I'm I'm gonna go with Buffalo. Buffalo at home, right? I'm gonna go with Buffalo.
1: I'm going Buffalo. Taking Buffalo too. All right, you got the Las Vegas Raiders and the Atlanta Falcons.
0: I'm going with some pissed off Raiders. For some reason I do not trust the Raiders in recent history going on to the East Coast later in the season. Of course they're coming off a tough loss against their rival Kansas City. I'm going with Atlanta. I just got a weird feeling about this one. I hope I'm wrong, but I just got a weird feeling about That's this gas. one. I'm going with Atlanta. That's gas, see.
1: <laughs> oh gosh, okay. You take some Bino as so No well.
0: room shot for that one. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's a odds <laughs> for that. Uh, I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick the I would be the Raiders too. I mean, they're probably not going to be in a very good mood. I mean, they'll be able to look, the offense will be able to go through that Atlanta defense. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the Raiders. You know, time zones, whatever, it's fine. The first of the three o'clock games in the NFC West, you got the 49ers and the Rams.
2: Uh, I picked the Rams. That's time they show up. And I picked the Rams. they at home, right? They should act a fool. They should act a fool. They should act a fool. They really should. I mean, cause don't don't nobody don't know. Yeah, and don't nobody respect them. I mean, I think it should be an Aaron Donald massacre, cause somebody from San Francisco probably ain't playing. So yeah, I'm going with the Rams.
0: Uh, the Rams should be in a foul mood, assuming they lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday Night Football. So this will be a get right game for the Rams. So I'm going with them at home.
1: I mean, even if they do win the assuming. game, assuming, yeah, I mean, it, whether they win or lose, you know, tonight's game against the Bucks, I think they'll be ready for this game. I know it's going to be a short week, but they're going to be at home. So, and the Forty ers we don't know who's going to be playing. So that that's you know, that's a kind of a wild. card that's there. what I said. That's a wild card. This so I'm to I'm going to pick the Rams at home. All right, should be an interesting one here in the in in this other three o'clock. You got the Saints and the Broncos. <laughs> well, what's interesting? Well, look. I mean, what's well, interesting about well, that? Well, it takes Hell, I mean, he's playing. I mean, the far, you think. You think? Yeah, I think so. I think. Look, I think the Broncos can you know, give the same e- fits. E- it's e- going to be outdoors, so I don't think.
2: I don't think the Broncos. Yeah, I don't think the Broncos defense can even handle it. Even if they switch to Jameis, I think the Saints got a different attitude right now, and 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 it's an attitude that don't nobody respect them. Don't nobody talk about them. Even even though they're on top of the NFC, they're the most disrespected – they're the most disrespected leaders in the world right now. Uh, you know, so don't they, they got an attitude. They got a real attitude. Like, the defense has a real attitude, and their defense is sorely underrated. Don't nobody give their defense no credit. Even when you mention the Saints, everybody talk about Drew Brees and if Drew can do this and if Michael Thomas can do this. What about Davis? What about that defense? And that's what they said Sunday, and they're going to say it again Sunday. So I'm picking
0: them to, to, to beat up on them. Give me New Orleans. But, but it's going to be a closer, closer game than what people uh, are giving it credit for. And, of course, and the big reason is Drew Brees will not be playing – will not play, I should say.
1: Yeah, I'm picking the Saints, too, but it's going to be close. It's not going to be a blow like Lamont's predicting. It's going to be a close one. All right, well, I didn't
2: say blow it, I meant beat up. They might beat them up and not blow them out. They're gonna beat up them though.
1: Ah, okay, well, then that's different, I guess. Uh, should be a good one here. This is yeah, a C- that, this, yeah, gonna... this is part of the CBS double This is actually the only game as part of the CBS double header. C NFL game of the week, you got the Chiefs and the Bucks.
0: Give me Tampa Bay. Oh, stepping
1: out.
2: Well, Amon, see it allowing me some room to catch up. See it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm from Kansas City. You really, you, you really think Tampa Bay defense can keep up with that offense? You, you really think it's somebody over there that can keep up with that offense?
0: It's going to come down to turnovers in that defense. Uh, uh, even though the Raiders uh, showed on Sunday night that you can slow down the Chiefs to an extent, it's going to come down to turnovers. I think Tampa Bay can create a couple of turnovers.
1: I think also because they're That's at home. Why, when I get back Tampa. to
0: Chicago,
2: I'm going to start watching games with you. <laughs> go well, ahead, jump out there,
1: uh, Go well, jump, well, on, uh, jump on out there. Um, I'm going to go with Tampa. I just – because it's a <laughs> at home, I home. Th- I think the de- – D. I have a feeling that uh and sue and that defense will force a turnover, will force, you know, Mahomes to sort of not make a very good decision. It was very un- uncare racist. So, I'm thinking the Bucks. also because they're at home.
2: All right, last but okay. It's it's lonely out here. It's okay.
1: (laughs) All right, the Monday nighter, you got the Seahawks and the Eagles. I'm going to start, I think the Seahawks. Seahawks, Seahawks.
0: Seahawks. Who the Seahawks
1: playing? Eagles.
0: Philly. Oh, Seattle all day. (laughs) 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 And night.
1: Last but not least, Bears and Packers for the Sunday nighter.
0: <laughs> green Bay.
1: Oh wait, you green, were saying green all that stuff, you were saying I'm all p- this stuff earlier. You're picking Green Bay, Sid, really? Yeah. I'm still uh, picking uh, Green. I'm picking Green Bay
2: because I gotta catch Sid. I can't, I can't believe in the bears. I'm gonna pick against the Bears until they win and prove me different.
1: Like I said earlier, uh, Aaron Rodgers will not be in a very good mood. He will light a fire on everybody, the defense too, especially. I have a weird feeling that somebody on that defense is going to pick off, whether it's Foles or Trubisky, <laughs> it won't matter. I think they'll do just enough to win to win this game. It'll be close because, you know, that Bears defense is still pretty good, but I'm going to pick the Packers the close one.
2: <clears throat> you know what's funny? Uh, why, why are you still on there for a second, Lakina? A lot of people down here keep asking me, they'd be like, so what's wrong with y'all team? Y'all got like one of the best defenses in the world. What's wrong with y'all team? And so I'm looking at them like, uh, um, and I keep going back to Matt Nagy. And, and that's all I can give them. I'm like, I think it's coaching. I think it's coaching. I think it starts with coaching and we don't have a competent quarterback that can execute the plays that the coach run. And I threw my slogan around, he refused to coach the team and not the scheme. So I think that that's the answer I've been giving everybody now. Yeah.
1: All right. Those are your NFL week 12 picks here on second Season sports zoom style. And Sid, you've got something for us. Yes. yes. Before we head
0: over to college football, uh, who I want to ask you guys, uh, who's your NFL coach of the year? I'll give my choices off the top of my head. Sean McDermott for the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The Arizona head coach. I'm blanking on Cliff his Kingsbury. name for a second.
1: Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury, thank Kingsbury.
0: you. Kingsbury, Brian Flores of the Miami Dolphins, or here's the surprise to some people they are not, they're not talking about this uh, This coach, Mike Tomlin for the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> you, you or you have, have a writing they, candidate. Uh, um, please fill us in. I'll start with you, Lamar. Who should be the NFL head coach of the year?
2: People not talking about Mike Tomlin, but I am, because you look at what Mike Tomlin went through last year. He had nobody next to nothing playing next to who who you is. He had nobody playing (laughs) next to nothing playing next to who you is. So yes, Mike Tomlin is doing a wonderful job. Another candidate, and that people not talk, John Gruden. Yeah, the Raiders record ain't the best, but the direction, the attitude, and what he doing in New Orleans I mean, in Las Vegas, forgive me, definitely should get him some votes. And he's my second choice. And my third choice would be Buffalo's coach. But if you had to pick one, who would be your coach of the year? Mike Tomlin. Because they thought he was done. People wanted him to get his pink slip last year, which they seem like they want every year for some reason. But, yeah, I mean, he continues to ride as the captain of the ship. I mean, I could imagine how some of his locker room meetings go and how they be. I mean, I like his whole everything. I've always been a Mike Tomlin fan, even when he was a defensive back. So, yeah, I'm with, I'm with Mike Tomlin. I'm voting for Mike. If I had a vote tomorrow, it would be Mike Tomlin.
1: You can make a case for you can make a case for all those guys you mentioned, Sid. But I think Mike Tomlin, just because for what Lamont said last year, there were a lot of people, I'm sure, in Pittsburgh especially that probably wanted him gone. But you look back, you think he really didn't have anything. So that's why they were able they've had the struggles they did last year. But the fact that he was able to bring that team together, you know, Big Ben's healthy again. He got the great wide receiving core with, you know, Claypool and also Schuster and the defense has been getting better. So I think he can make a – I think Mike Thomas is probably the front runner, although, look, you can make a case for Kingsbury, you can make a case for uh, McVeigh, you can make a case for Frank Wright, I think, so it's going to be a tough – He's a sleeper. Yeah, so I, yeah, so I think it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough call for Coach of the Year, no doubt.
0: Let me throw on another sleeper. He probably won't get it, but he deserves some credit, especially after the victory on the road at Baltimore, Mike Braver of Tennessee. Yeah.
1: I think you, so. You know, he'll be there too. So yeah,
2: I think he could be right there too. And, and he's solid. See, like I just think he's super solid. Like he's solid, and like you mentioned with uh, Indianapolis coach, I, I mean, he he may be that real sleeper. I mean, the the culture and what he's bringing. Like I look forward to the next five, six years with a bunch of these guys coaching in the NFL. Like I like what they're doing, and even even Matt Rule. I, I like what he's doing.
0: You know what I'm saying? They're not winning. Oh, yeah, Carolina. Yeah, even, though, yeah, even I, though they're I, under 500.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I like – I like you know, I like – and that's what I'm saying. And I don't see that. I don't see that type of leadership in Chicago. I don't see that in us. And last night while I was watching that game, I had to ask myself, is Eric Bannemi our next coach? I mean, I really had to ask myself that. And then I got to thinking more about Chicago and how they run things. And I say probably not. But –
0: We'll see. My Coach of the Year, it comes down to two people, Sean McDermott of Buffalo and Cliff Kingsbury of Arizona. Of course, if you listen to this podcast, uh, all offseason, I've been touting Arizona. Right now, they're in the middle of the playoff race. They're in the middle of the NFC West Division title race as well, even though they sit at 6-4. and Sean McDermott for Buffalo. They're at 73. Of course, most people, including truly, picked them to win the AFC East, but no one thought there could be one of the top teams in the AFC. Right now, Josh Allen, their quarterback, is taking to, has taken his, his game to another level, perhaps a top five MVP candidate. We'll see about that. Stephon Dix has had an outstanding year. Running back his second year, Devin Singletary is running the heck out of the ball right now, and, and their defense is still uh, pretty solid, one of the tops in the in, in the league. So I'm going with Sean McDermott from Buffalo as my NFL coach of the year.
1: It'll be look you got look it's, it's a great look you got a lot of choices there. So it's gonna be it's gonna be definitely gonna be a battle of who finishes strong, who he finishes strong in the end of, by the end of the season. All right, so let's go to the college, gridiron now. College football, real quick, guys. What was your synopsis this past weekend?
0: <laughs> I told you guys on um, our last podcast. Oh, boy, here we go. The Northwestern Wildcats here go 5-0. Go. Here, here we go. Old. The Northwestern Wildcats it, it, go 5-0. They defeated the Wisconsin Badgers 17-7. I Tweet it out on my studio- Twitter essay, Eighty. That was a heck of a ball game.
2: If we was in the studio, Sid, I'd bow down to you and say, "Yes, Sid the Great is riding the Northwestern and controlling their fate." That's what I would do if we was in the studios right now. So there <laughs> you go. You get a six hundred, a thirteen hundred mile bow. There you go. You yes, you <laughs> believe in Northwestern, and and
0: so do I now. Yeah. And speaking of Northwestern, before we break down the game, they're they're at Michigan State next week, and they have a game against Illinois. And I forgot the other pond they have. So they have three Minnesota. games remaining in their season. They got Minnesota, so they might go
2: under. They, they might go undefeated.
0: And they should go undefeated. If that's the case, you can make a, t- uh, a case for them playing in a Big Ten title game and perhaps against Ohio State. But breaking down their victory over Wisconsin, 17 to 7, Payne Ramsey, uh, their quarterback, didn't have the greatest game. He only had two touchdown passes off of 203 yards passing. Their uh, their uh, rushing attack wasn't as good, but it was all about their defense. And the defense forced a couple of big turnovers against Wisconsin. Uh, they they forced uh, Wisconsin's quarterback Graham Mertz to throw three interceptions. And uh, that Northwestern defense is mean. It's nasty They have an attitude, and they make plays when they have to. Of course, they used uh, the comments that ESPN analyst Joey Galloway made about them and Reese Davis on a college game day, and uh, they used that as motivation as well. So that Northwestern defense has been good all year. They rose up to the occasion where they had to shut down a very good Wisconsin team.
1: Look, I've got a. Yeah. Look, I'll look. I'll give Northwestern their props. I mean, look that that defense. You know, they were able to force turnovers. Look, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of Northwestern loans. I follow way too many of them on my Twitter account, and you know, they're all like, they're all like celebrating. <laughs> I'm like, okay, way but, too many. Yeah, I mean, like, well, no, because this is all they have at this point. So, I mean, I I guess, I'll I'll, look, I'll give them their props. I'll give them their due. But let's remember, you're going to be probably going to end up, assuming you go undefeated. I mean, look, you still got a couple of tough games left. Yes, you do. Minnesota, like the Minnesota teams, you know, playing better. Illinois. Illinois, too. Look, you throw the records out the window. Illinois might beat them. Yeah, so let, 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 let's let kind of slow down yes. on the, you yeah. know, and you might, you'll probably very likely to face Ohio say the Big Ten title game if you do go undefeated. So let's slow down here with that. And also, it just shows you that the Big Ten West is, wasn't very good this year. So, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Right. Don't blame this.
0: They have yeah. to play the people on their schedule. You can't blame them <laughs> like for it that. Said, this is the best team since the Rose Bowl team said. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but their defense is pretty damn good. Uh, you can rank them uh, against those early Northwestern teams in the mid to late '90s. You can't do that, but overall, no. But the defense, uh, definitely for sure.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean that defense is pretty. That, that defense is pretty good, though, for the Western. I will give them that. So we'll see what happens the rest of the season. We'll we'll talk a little bit about the games that got coming up, but. In on Saturday and beyond, but uh, you know how look how impressive Oklahoma was. I mean, when Oklahoma State thought that they were actually gonna be able to finally, we're gonna finally beat Oklahoma, yay! They they
2: really they they (laughs) thought they had. Look, they was like, we got this, we got this. They was over there like, we got this. Taking the mask off, they was like, we got this. It didn't work. It didn't. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it work uh, out, Oklahoma, so. said,
1: Oklahoma said, I, 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 not so fast. They threw for four touchdowns. Their defense actually looked really good, too. Forced a couple of turnovers. So, I, I mean, look, Oklahoma say, hey, you know, we're still, look, we're still here. Look, don't get it twisted. So, <laughs> and, you know, look, they're, they're yeah. right here for the, you know, for the chance to face, you know, they may, this might be a rematch for the Big 12 title game. We'll see, but, Yeah. Nice little, nice little uh, I th- I performance think, for them. I think that's how they're
2: going to eliminate a lot of teams. Remember we was talking about that whole hat, the, uh, pulling out the hat situation? I think a lot of teams will get eliminated by the championship games. I think they're going to toss them championship games together, and a lot of teams going to eliminate themselves.
0: Uh, let's, let's go back to locally and college football for a second. Let's give Lamont some props as well. I did catch this game on FS1. Uh, the, the Illinois final line night defeated Nebraska on the road by 1841-23. to 23. Illinois controlled that game from start to finish. They scored 28 points in the first half, 23 points in the second half uh, to dominate the huskers on the road. So, LeBron, uh, you get your uh, panel back as well, uh, Making your vote yeah, prediction. Was,
2: was, it, was it because of the running game? Did they run the ball? Because I didn't get a chance to see that game.
0: Did they run the ball down their throat like I predicted? They did. They didn't show up so much on the score sheet, but the, but they controlled the clock, and their their passing game was good enough. It wasn't the greatest, but it was good enough to get them by. But yeah, here's okay. here's the thing for here's the thing for Illinois. Uh, they did have Chase Brown with 26 carries for 110 yards and two touchdowns. So he had a, he had a good game. Mike Epstein had 113 yards as well in a, in a touchdown. So Illinois is running Illinois, I should say. Smack myself on the head. Illinois running running game was outstanding. It was way better than Nebraska's. Nebraska only had Luke McCaffrey rush for 122 yards mm-hmm. and two touchdowns. Uh, the rest of their running backs didn't do a thing. So, uh, 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 Luke McCaffrey from Nebraska, okay. he was all they had as far as offense is concerned, and that's from your starting quarterback. Uh, Illinois, was uh, they were able to neutralize uh, everybody else on the Cornhuskers. Yeah.
1: The, yeah, okay. I didn't get a chance to watch that game either, but, yeah, I mean – Look, it just shows you how far Nebraska has fallen. I don't know what to say about mm-hmm. them at this point. Um, Penn State, same thing. I mean, they lost to Iowa. I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Owen Fy- <laughs> Look, Owen fought for the first time ever. Ever. I think, and, uh, I think they packed it
2: in. I think they, once COVID hit, I think they said, up, oh, we cool, and packed it in. And they just packed it in. I, think, I don't, don't even think they plan on showing
0: up the rest of the season. I think they packed it in. Yeah, quickly, let's go over to uh, Michigan. They defeated the Rutgers 48-42 in three overtimes.
1: Look, as long as you're you know, win, right? You know
0: what, though, Sid? They don't get no credit. For...
2: Yeah, but they don't get no credit for me for defeating the basketball team. <laughs> That's all I'm <laughs> going to say about that one.
1: Sissy, look, Sissy survived against uh, Central Florida. I'm sure Central, Central Florida was like, look, we were here first, but you know, Sissy said, uh-uh, we're the kings right now. And Desmond Ritter again, two touchdown catches and all, uh, two, yeah, two touchdown I runs. Like, also, I like, I I like him. Yeah, two touchdown, uh, passing touchdowns. You know, Cincinnati is still right there. BYU, a nice performance for them. Yes, it was Northern Arizona from the FCS, but it's still. Uh, but it, look, Zach. Yeah. Wilson, look, Zach Wilson. You know, a lot. Of, some a lot of NFL. You know, teams are looking at him. So had a solid I think He had like three or four touchdown uh, passes. So four. So that that what, look. What? Look. Yeah, what about the
2: uh, Big Ten? What about that Big Ten game of the week? That Ohio State Indiana game.
1: I didn't get a um, chance to watch that. What
2: do you think about Indiana after that? Yes. What do you think about Indiana? I mean, I'm respecting Indiana so much. And like, I don't, other than Ohio State, who's going to beat Indiana in the Big Ten? I don't see nobody. And I think if any of these lovely SEC teams down here want to run into Indiana right now, they may be in trouble. Indiana got a quarterback and a wide receiver that aren't afraid of nothing, and they will – look, I'm talking about – you're talking about punching Ohio State in their mouth every chance. Every time Ohio State think they did something, Indiana come right back like, we're for real. And then I'm learning that their coach, their head coach, used to coach in Florida. So he came back to Florida and recruited that team two years ago, and that's the team that they're running out there right now. So a lot of them are people that didn't go to the SEC. So I think that's why Indiana improvement is so great. So, they yes, I, I, I watched that entire situation.
0: And Ohio State escaped. That's the true escape right there. I think that pick six, because I, I caught some of that game as well uh, – That pick six that Indiana threw to Ohio State midway through the third quarter, it turned out to be the difference in the game. Of course, in the fourth quarter, Indiana started to come back. But let's be honest here. Ohio State took their foot off the gas. It was competitive early until uh, the end of that second quarter. But Indiana did show some fight. But Ohio State is still the best team in the the Big Ten. uh, And and Ohio State is one of the three best teams in the country. Yeah,
1: I agree.
2: who Who the second best team in the Big Ten?
0: Probably Northwestern by default is, is now between them and Indiana. <laughs> I knew
2: you was gonna say that. That's why I asked that question. I want to see them in Indiana play so bad. I really do.
1: Oh, well I don't think it's gonna happen that this year,
0: unfortunately,
1: no, but yeah, No, yeah. it's not. It's not. That
2: won't happen. It won't happen. It won't happen, but that way it eliminates that conversation. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's yeah. what they should do going that's what they should do going into these playoffs and picking these teams. If you got two teams like them too, that's right there with each other, let them play each other. The winner come on to the 10s. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it don't work like that. We can't ever get what we want. All
1: right. Yeah. North, North Alabama, I should say, that the BYU beat. But, you know, they're FCS, so <laughs> yeah, that, that's still still, still sort of the same thing. Uh, Pac-12. LaKenna, La- 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 you
2: said they legal. That's all that matters. You yeah, said they look, legal. Look, that's it's, fine. it's
1: fine. It's <laughs> fine all right uh nice nice <laughs> win by look nice win by oregon also usc they could be on a collision course to face each other for the pac-12 title game um I, i'm liking what i see from oregon they could be look if they go undefeated they could be right there for maybe a playoff spot we'll see but
2: would you put and them out? in there
1: yeah i well you look, i mean look i mean byu they're done they're they're yeah. not I know, but they're done so it's going to be all about lasting impressions now so they might sneak in their Oregon. So they, they actually had a chance to join the Pac-12 for this year, so like what Notre Dame did for the ACC, but they they declined. So you no, know, it is what it is.
0: And yes, how about, it is. Yeah. How about where uh, Lamont is broadcasting from uh, the from Tiger Country? LSU gets by Arkansas twenty-seven <laughs> twenty-four to improve their record to three and three. Yeah. Yes, and you know what?
2: And they and they looking, and they're looking strictly to the future. Yeah, no, no, that's all like they're doing. Yeah, after, pretty much <laughs> after after the after the game, even after the game, all they talked about was yeah, that's momentum for next year. This is coming for next year. All that they talked about was next year. The players was like, yeah, we believe in the people that we put out there. We believe in our guys. A lot of our guys who we didn't know could step up stepped up, and that's what all of their conversation was <laughs> on. Like all of the news broadcasts and things of that nature. This, you know, the last couple of days. That's all they've been talking about. So they're they're uh, doing their thing, and we we gonna see. But they building towards the future. They they kind of they can kind of toss this season out the window.
1: All right, and uh, okay, let's look at the games for coming up this weekend. A big one in the Big Twelve could be for control of the Big Twelve. Iowa State and Texas. That should be a good one there down in Austin.
2: That's gonna be good.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, Notre Dame. Is,
2: is Texas real? Is Texas real? That's, what, that, a, that's what we're going to find
1: out. We'll see. We'll see. It should be a good one there. Oh, down in Austin and Notre Dame and North Carolina. Look, Mac Brown is used to pulling off, having his team's pull upset. So don't be surprised if he, if his team does it today. Does uh, it on Friday, I, I mean.
2: I was going to use your words, Lakenna. Upset alert. That's what I was going to say. Upset alert. <laughs> I would not be
0: surprised at all if North Carolina win that game. And speaking of – yeah, speaking of not of uh, being uh, – you, uh, I think you will be upset, Lamont, but uh, probably, you probably won't watch this game But since you're down there in Louisiana. But uh, Ohio State will travel to Champagne to face the to line. Uh, I'll ask you, Lamont, I know that Illinois is not going to win the game, but do you think that Ohio State – they are favored by 28 and a half points as of this broadcast. Oh my. <laughs> Do you think that they'll find the final line that will cover that?
2: They won't cover. And I might try to make it to one of these casinos down here while I'm here
0: before <laughs> the game
1: starts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to make his
0: money off the final line, not the legal way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they smart. won't cover. Look,
2: they won't cover. You know, I didn't know that number until you just threw it out. And I will make it to somebody's casino before i leave here and make that bet they will not cover no 28 points I no i don't see it no oh gosh so <laughs> so when we, so when, we re, when we reconvene on monday i may be sitting in a hotel room that's paid for by uh the fighting to so yeah we'll see <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh gosh we'll take the under on that one um little holiday money there too um oregon Oregon's Oregon, Oregon State, I'm not going to say it's an upset, but, look, it's a nice little nice little rivalry that, that takes place. You know, I'm glad we're getting that. Unfortunately, no Apple Cup, though, because, you know, over at Wazoo, they're having COVID issues. So, Washington, Washington State will not play this year. Dang it. Um, Let's see. Uh, Auburn and
0: Alabama.
1: Yeah, yeah, that should be a good one. Always a good one. They're the Iron Bowl. And, you know, CBS is happy because they get to, get to broadcast SEC football. For at least a few more yeah. weeks.
2: Yeah, yeah, they get a game. They happy. We get a game. We good. But yep. I and mean, <laughs> it's
1: Alabama. Yeah, but look, I mean, look, the having San Diego State-Nevada play on the big CBS network, look, that's probably what's gonna, going to be the new thing next year since CBS is pulling out their TV contract with the SEC. So, look, we may be seeing some Mountain West or Pac-12 you know, game of the week next year. Because remember, the Pac-12, their contracts up with Fox and Fox, so... CBS might be sticking in and say, "Hi, right, guys, we we'll hey. he got a spot open." So yeah, we'll that'll see. be smart for, that
0: for yeah, they will be smart for CBS to pick up the Pac-12 if Fox pulls out of that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: Should be a but there should be a fun one there. Should be a fun one down in Tuscaloosa. There, I'm sure Alabama's gonna want their revenge from last for last year. So <laughs> we'll see. And also,
0: Northwestern will travel to Michigan State to uh, to face the Spartans, and they should they should be able to go six and zero. But it's going to be another another close, rough, and tough battle. They bet they bet not get too confident. Sid. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I agree.
1: You know. I agree. I don't I don't think Fitz is going to let that happen. I, I hope not, but I don't think he'll do that. At least I don't think. <laughs> at least I hope not. Yeah. Uh, upset alert, though, down at Morgantown, OU and West Virginia. I think OU realizes that they have to keep winning in order to be, you know, to be right there in contention for the, you know, to play the Bay 12 title game. So a little upset alert there for OU in West Virginia on Saturday.
2: Yes, I, I will be trying to catch some of that via my computer.
1: <laughs> I love that. We finally um, got
0: Lamont to say
1: it. <laughs> yeah, we fight, look, look, look. I mean, he's he's learning. He's learning. He's, he's a quick study. Lamont is so. Uh, yeah. So those are some. Those are some of the matchups for. Uh, <laughs> those are some of your matchups for uh, week thirteen. Um, yeah. So. You know, also Tulsa. Shout out to Tulsa. Came back. You know, they're now five and one. They could probably look. I mean, they could be right. They could give you know Cincinnati. They face each other in the uh, a eight the American Athletic Conference title game. Easy for me to say in a few weeks. So we'll see. <laughs> Should be a good yeah, one there. It's,
2: it's definitely possible.
1: All right. So let's spend these next few minutes uh, some busy things happening in the NBA. A lot of some, some uh, familiar names are going to different places. So what was sort of like the, the move that kind of made you, you know, you guys, or you thought, hmm, or like, huh? What? <laughs> hey, hey, Gordon go to Los Hayward. Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Lamont.
2: No, Gordon Hayward. That's the move that stunned me right there that that's the one that stunned me like if you just want to say stun stun that's what's done but it was some other ones that was interesting that one stunned me though the rest of them interesting but that one stunned me
1: 130 Um, million dollars oh gosh
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah michael jordan throwing money around
1: yeah get your money gordon look that's all i'm gonna say so what i'm saying
2: so So what I'm saying, so that ball coming down, throwing it to Gordon, he tossing it to P.J. for the dunk. Uh, uh, Hey, Michael Jordan trying to win more than
0: 20 games. (laughs) Go ahead, Sid. Uh, The Defender World Champion Los Angeles Lakers just got better. Of course, they shipped out Rondo and Danny Green and Dwight Howard. Who did they sign? Mark Gasol. Uh, NBA World Champion with the Toronto Raptors back in 2019. We all know that his best days are behind him. He's not old, old, but he has something left in the tank. I think that was a, a great move uh, for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Boston up their front line, helping out Anthony Davis, of course. They had to move JaVale McGee um, to the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, for in a second round pick to make room for Gasol. So, uh, the Lakers, uh, they're trying to go for it back-to-back. I'm not guaranteeing it, obviously, but uh, they they reshaping their roster in the way uh, uh, that uh, that they like to uh, 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 compares to that competition. Of course, Avery Bradley left as well, so he opted out of his contract. So there's some changes That's going it. on. But like, I like their roster right now. But see,
2: you look at them other two players, them other three players that they put on that team. You know, Dennis Schroder is a ball player. Dennis yes. Schroeder is a ball player. Then Montrez Hale and and you got Wesley Matthews. So yes. the Lakers yes. cu- the Lakers could be the Lakers could be some problems out there this year. Cause you know what that mean? That means rest for LeBron and rest for A D. That's all that means out there. That's rest for both teams. And I don't see many teams in the East making those kinds of moves, especially Milwaukee. I don't think Milwaukee has gotten better in any kind of way. Yes, they got Drew Holiday. Okay. You think that's you know what I'm saying? Like what does that really mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know
0: I'm saying, i went so. with you as far as uh, the Lakers, uh, Lamont, obviously, but that's. I'm, I'm not worried about so much of the regular season. Can you, can you stay healthy and get ready come playoff time? And, and if that's the case, uh, the Lakers will be a tough out. Uh, it's not going to be easy for them because they're the defending champs, but with their veteran roster, they, if they can stay healthy or close to healthy as possible come playoff time, they will be dangerous.
2: Yeah. You know, another, another team I'm looking at, uh, the little move that Dallas has made. People need to watch out for Dallas. If Dallas make one more solid move, Dallas going to be a problem. And I think Dallas is coming up to be the biggest problem for the Lakers right now. You know, people talk about the Clippers and things like that and other teams of that nature. But, I mean, people better watch
0: out for Dallas. They better watch out for Dallas. Yeah, they picked up Willie Cauley-Stein from the Warriors, and they brought back Tim Hardaway Jr., who had a surprising uh, good year last year. So I, I I like that roster. And they bring in Sean Powell back at some point uh, next year because, you know, he's suffered a torn ACL. So I like that lineup. I know uh, Christos Porzingis yeah. is going to miss uh, part of the start of this upcoming season. But if they can stay healthy, they can, like you said, they can cause some problems. I'm not saying they're going to win the – whole thing or get out the Western Conference, but they can cause some problems from some teams. They could even be better than they were last year when Luka was you know, carrying that team. And,
2: you know, and another team I'm going to talk about right quick because I've talked to a person down there, uh, the moves Atlanta is making. Atlanta, Atlanta signed two veteran point guards to mentor their point guard, and their point guard that they're mentoring, they signed veterans that play what he doesn't play. Defense. You signed the two best defensive point guards in the league to come teach Trey how to play defense. Like I think that, that's them two signers gonna go underrated right there. You signed Rondo. Yeah, no, and Dunn. Rondo.
0: Yeah.
2: You signed Rondo and Chris Dunn to teach Trey Young how to play defense. I think that's going to be real interesting down there with the, just the mentoring process is what I'm saying. I see Rondo being more of an on-the-bench teaching and Dunn being more of an on-the-floor teaching. I see Dunn uh, on the floor showing them how to do it, whereas Rondo's pointing it out from the bench. And um, I, like I said, I have a relative down there on that team that hasn't made a decision yet on what he's doing. And what they're doing with him. So that's still going to be upper grabs. I'm i to probably figure it out in the next day or so. But, you know, that was just real interesting to me, what they did and what they're trying to do. And Philadelphia getting Dwight Howard, you know, um, I mm-hmm. think Philadelphia trying to relook their team. They're getting a different look. And I think with that coach they got going up there, you know it's gonna be it's gonna be different and like I, I can't wait but we can't get away from talking about our beloved pools and their great great well let signing. me jump
1: in well let me jump in for the second for a second though because you know I I, I haven't had a chance to talk about what you know the moves I think the the, the Lakers I think you, you, you sure up that depth because you know LeBron's probably gonna end go up playing with like maybe two-thirds of the 72 game season this year so I I think for me that's why you bring in a Marcus All yes he's getting up there in age but I think that having him there to be kind of like, you know, the leader and sort of the, the voice, the veteran voice. I think that helps. Yeah. That helps them. I think that. I yeah, got I, a ring. Again, you know, yeah. LeBron, look, like I said, LeBron's not going to play much. So I think that helps him and, you know, rest him up. And you have Gasol there to kind of pick up the slack like his brother did back in the day. So that that, that helps too. Um, yeah. Also, um, you know, the Hawks, I mean, look, <laughs> Malcolm Badonavich got a $72 million Dollar deal. I mean, okay. I mean, look, that's how absurd it is at times. You know, Austin Rivers got got a three-year deal with the Knicks. Jason Tano got a $195 million extension with the Celtics. So this is definitely one of those sort of, you know, especially with everything going on, you know, training camp's going to start in, in, you know, maybe I think next week right after the, the Thanksgiving holiday. So, I think for me, this is sort of like –
2: December the 11th. Every,
1: look, every yep. day, everything kind of like, you know, is sort of, you know, going – accelerating here. So, I think having, you know, said that, I think this is this should be a good season. You know, a lot of teams in different places. And, look, Milwaukee uh, – we'll, we'll see what Milwaukee does. I think this is definitely, a you know, a chance for to try to maybe pass get Giannis to stay – We'll see if he does. I mean, you know. Why would you? I, look, I don't. I don't know. Look, what, I mean, the rap. What, look, did, what
2: did they do to? What did they do? To, they didn't help them. They didn't do nothing to help him.
1: <laughs> well, look, I mean, I'm look, just I mean, look, I mean, look, Montez, Harold, I mean, go switching, switching locker rooms, basically going to the, the Lakers. Yeah. You got to think, you know, Pat Beverly already tweeted that he wasn't, he wasn't amused. So, you know, like I said, Bogdanovich going to the, the Hawks. I mean, look, there's so many like, you know, deals and trades. I mean, everything's sort of kind of coming together here for this season coming up.
0: Yeah. Talk let's not forget. Yeah. Let's not forget Donovan Mitchell either. Um, he's right. close to signing uh, his his extension as well with Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, what so about
2: what,
1: what about your Bulls, Lucana? What about them? I mean, <laughs>
2: them. I mean, look, I mean, you didn't, is, you didn't see those great. You didn't see those great. I look, that look. I wasn't. I'm not.
1: Look, I'm not expecting much from the Bulls this year. I mean, if they compete for a playoff spot, fine. I think this is just another one of those a year where we just see what you You know have. the Bulls. You know. To see what you have. You, gotta, you know what you the Bulls cough. best
2: signing was? <laughs> they, they they best signing was Dotson out of Kansas. Sleeper, sleeper, sleeper.
0: Come he's going to make
2: some noise.
1: Coming he home coming too. home.
2: He coming yep. home. He coming home. Dotson out of Kansas is going to be the surprise pick of that. Dra- he wasn't a pick of the draft. He going to be the surprise signing of the draft. Garrett Temple, he's an assistant coach pretty much at this point in his career and valentine coming back maybe with a different coach he might do what he was supposed to do when he came out of michigan state and we'll see you know we've been playing with valentine for a few years now so i mean i'm just hoping that we got a different direction up top as far as coaching and help them boys out but like you say we're not expecting too much but anything
0: we get is better than what we've gotten so i'll take it yeah that was important move to bring back denzel valentine hopefully he'll be using the proper relay uh, you know, are you listening, Jim Barling who's out of a job? <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but but for the Chicago Bulls, I'm not ex- I do not expect playoffs either, but the question will be throughout this upcoming season, can your players still ha- stay healthy? Your yeah. quote unquote core and Zach Levine and Larry Marketing in particular and auto porter junior who's back now with that big payday over twenty eight million dollars. Can all three, three of those guys stay healthy? If they can <laughs> then uh, our tourist commission, Mr. Mark Eversley, can, uh, can uh, evaluate this roster properly and uh, perhaps get some value for those guys because all of them are not going to be here if, if and when they start contending for playoffs and eventually uh, for a championship. Yeah. They
2: see that, that auto-portal money ain't our fault. That's not our fault. That's Washington's fault. That's not our fault. That's, that auto-portal money ain't our fault, man. So that's not on us. <laughs> and if we got we got rid of Bobby Porter's and uh, two more players to get that money. So oh, Jabari uh, so, Parker, yeah. So
0: I, at I the time it. that was the trade at the time a couple of years ago.
2: And then they was talking about bringing Bobby back. this year. that was crazy. I was like, y'all gonna bring Bobby
1: back? <laughs> he's looking for look. He's looking for a team right now. So who knows? <laughs> he, he really,
2: you know, you know who I, you know who I think might end up back on the Bulls in some type of way. Taj Gibson. Because if, if, New York cut him. If, if 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 he don't go back to New York on a basic contract, I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up in Chicago.
1: Hmm. All right. <laughs> well, all right. Look, we'll see. Look, Tip, look, Tipple, look, Gary Tipple is like one of those guys that he's a veteran guy. He's a character guy, so... He'll probably like I said. He'll probably just be the de facto assistant coach. So <laughs> whatever. Yeah, that's what
2: whatever. I said. That's what he is. Whatever.
1: He's he's also the president of the players. So I think like one of the like the top guys of the players association. So you know, he's yeah, probably- that,
2: they talking that, that's going to be Chris Paul replacement. They be talking about sometimes. So whenever Chris Paul steps down, they say that's going to be the man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That he might be you know, a lot of good things. People say a lot of good things about him. Um, what are you guys looking forward to this week, this whole Thanksgiving week? A lot of stuff going on.
2: Football. Thanksgiving football. Yeah. It's something about it's something about eating a whole turkey and watching – because I'm going to eat a whole turkey and watch <laughs> football. Don't
0: we don't want it. you to pass out, Lamont. We you want you to still live. go to sleep.
2: That's- I'm not it, – no, it's It's fried. It's fried. I'll be okay. It's fried. Well, that's even worse, though. So I'm going to eat a whole
0: fry. Exactly. (laughs) That's even worse, though. Fake everything. Do not fry it. (laughs) No,
2: I'm going to eat a whole deep fried turkey. I'm not going to even lie to you. all I'm going to literally wake up. They're going to be cooking it Wednesday night. I'm going to wake up. I don't plan on doing anything. But sitting here, I'm going to sit outside. Like, now, I'm outside now sweating, like, really bad. It's hot. It's, like, 78 degrees. I'm going to sit outside and eat and, you know eat turkey and drink cold beverages.
0: (laughs)
1: What about you, Sid?
0: I'm looking forward to that Thanksgiving night uh, nightcap between Baltimore and Pittsburgh. And of course, uh, the Chicago Bears, can they surprise us on national TV on Sunday? Or will they uh, uh, look ugly again in front of a national audience? Uh, It's going to be interesting when we reconvene next week. Uh, There's going to be a lot of words said. It better be kind words. uh, If it's not it's going to get ugly
1: and ugly real fast. Oh, no, I I, I want Collinsworth to go crazy. I want him to go nuts. I want him to yell at the Bears, like, what the heck are (laughs) you doing? I want that.
2: I want that. Let me ask you a question. Do you think any of the Bears personnel listen to Chris Collinsworth and how frustrated he'd be? But not just him, even when they play on Channel 2, when they play on CBS the frustration of the announcers be coming through so blatant do you think that they can hear
0: it or hear about it?
1: <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> okay. So well. on Troy Eggman as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, look, he's already he's already done it twice already, Troy has. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not even I'm expecting, you know, Collinsworth to do the same thing against St. Sunday night. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh,
2: Col- Col- Collinsworth gonna be like, well, they man, he just get quiet in the middle of a sentence and be like, man, uh, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I got no, I got no words. Um I think for me, uh of course the college and pro football coming up. College hoops is gonna be some college hoops. Unfortunately there have been some postponements. Um Duke and Gardner Webb have had to postpone their game. Tennessee has had to pause their activity because Rick Barnes and me and some other I think some players have had tested positive for COVID on the women's side, Florida A and M, their women's team has decided to opt out. So a lot of things going on in college hoops are supposed to be starting tomorrow, I believe, as, as of this recording.
0: Yeah, I think DePaul's yeah, yes, yes. team uh, they canceled the first mm-hmm. couple of games because they had a couple of people tested for uh, uh, COVID-19 as well.
1: That's not going to look like that would have mattered.
2: DePaul was going to be a top 2019 this year.
1: Oh, I thought it was going to be top 35. Who knows? Uh, crazy what can I say uh but yeah so that's what I'm looking forward to this week Mm. in sports so and and
2: and just and just and uh, you know what else one more thing uh I'll be going to a a football playoff games tonight and girls basketball down here has started but I'll be going to the high school playoff games tonight uh four o'clock actually I'll be going to high school playoff games. They're playing their high school playoff games down here tonight, so I'm I'm gonna catch uh, a game tonight, and I'm gonna catch another one in the morning. So yeah, I'll be watching. I'll be watching a lot of kids play football and a lot of girls play high school basketball. So nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to all of that.
1: Nice. And we're gonna have a very, very busy spring here with both the football, the Illinois high school football and college uh, and uh, high school football. And, at basketball teams so so
2: so so they're letting them play they're letting them play up there
1: in the spring yeah
2: oh in the spring okay yeah
1: yeah so yeah and that's
2: what's interesting too they got kids in school down here and everything school buses riding around picking up the kids and everything so i don't know this COVID is just crazy It's, it's just crazy
1: just nuts at this point so with that said you follow me at Keena McGee on twitter and at Keena underscore McGee on the IG
2: you can follow me at Lamont Scott on Facebook, Lamont Scott69 on Instagram and Lamont Scott 16 on Twitter.
0: You can follow yours truly Kid 80 uh, on the IG and the Twitter at Kid 80 Once again at Kid 80 That's S-I-D-K-I-D-80. S-I-D-K-I-D-80. You can Log on to our website at WeAreRegalRadio.com. That's W-E-A-R-E-R-E-G-A-L-Radio.com. Read all of our articles right there. And you can catch our podcasts there as well. And speaking of our podcasts, you can catch Second City Sports and all of our our other programming via War Media by simply searching for War on Anchor. That's W-A-R-R on Anchor. Wherever you download your podcast, that's Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Wherever you download your podcast, make sure you search for War on Anchor. You could do that as well when you download that iHeartRadio app. Type in that search engine box, W-A-R-R on Anchor. And we are also visually on the tube, a.k.a. YouTube, at War Media. Once again, at W-A-R-R Media. You can only only hear us, but watch us do our thing live.
1: All right, all right. right. so everyone, I know Thanksgiving is going to be a lot different this year, but look, if you you have to do it virtually, look, it's fine. It beats the alternative, so have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Don't overstuff. Wash your hands and wear your mask. So for the guys, I'm McKenna. This has been Second City Sports Zoom style, and we'll see you next Monday.
0: Peace. Happy Thanksgiving. Until next time, holla.